Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt <clears throat> Mosley. And, uh, boy, so, so pleased to be with you today as we, uh, as we get rolling on another program. Uh, yesterday, lots of fun baseball talk. And uh, we will have Coach Moore on. Coach Moore had a practice go long yesterday. And so we missed out on uh, Glenn Moore the Baylor softball coach, but we'll have that. And very interesting, the uh, the uh, Mike McCarthy, just in the past hour, did take the podium for an end-of-the-year news conference, and there were several things that were kind of interesting. Mike McCarthy said that he had a conversation today with uh, defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, to, ha- to ha- get a clear sense of his situation relative to pursuit of other head coaching positions. McCarthy said he's comfortable uh, with the situation there. Perhaps indication a replacement, if necessary, might be on current staff. Now, it would become necessary if Dan Quinn became a head coach somewhere, obviously. Um, there was... Interestingly, and again, this is from about 38 minutes ago, and some of this is coming from Ed Werder, uh, who I do a lot of work with. Mike McCarthy declined several opportunities in his season-ending news conference to commit to offensive coordinator Kellen Moore returning uh, if he's not hired elsewhere. The two spoke briefly today. McCarthy said, quote, Kellen Moore, just like the rest of the coaches, will be evaluated. Goodness gracious. I mean, that is that is really fascinating. Um, and, and I'm looking at other reporters to kind of see how they're playing this. Um, this, is, this is really interesting. Um, Cowboys, this is 10 minutes ago that Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn informed interested teams that he is staying in Dallas. Per sources, Quinn was a top candidate um, at for the Cardinals head coaching position, also interviewed with the Colts and Broncos, but his heart is in Dallas, and he wants to win a Super Bowl there. Boy, I tell you. Aaron, I mean, that, this is so big that um, – we, I mean, and interestingly, Tom Pellicero also says um, there were reports like 45 minutes ago saying that, you know, Cowboys said he is uh, meeting with um, Kellen Moore tomorrow, wouldn't say whether he was coming back. Tom Pellicero eight minutes ago says 
So on the same day Mike McCarthy announced six assistant coaches won't return for 2023, Dallas retains two of its most important staff members, Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore, um, who lost out for the Carolina job to Frank Reich. Wow. This is really interesting how all of this stuff is going down and all of this is happening um, this very afternoon as we were kind of getting ready to come on and lots to uh, lots to unpack here. Carolina Panthers, three hours ago, make that announcement that the Panthers agree to terms with Frank Reich to become the new head coach. I found it interesting that the Colts, within about a couple of hours, immediately put up on their site, Congratulate, congratulations to this good man. Aaron, the good man, they ran out of town not that long ago. And this is uh, all of this stuff is fascinating as we kind of uh, look and see how everything's being unpacked this afternoon in the, uh, in the NFL. So this is the Dan Quinn um, stuff. That is new. And um, uh, Cowboys coach did say, Mike McCarthy said, that Jerry Jones has informed him he wants McCarthy to coach here in Dallas as long as Tom Landry did. Now, we may let you, in the 420 segment, we'll, we'll hear from McCarthy himself. Wanted to give you some of the highlights from today's end-of-the-season news conference. So, McCarthy's coached three years. How long, Aaron, would he have to go to uh, match Tom Landry? Oh, just 26 more seasons. 26 more seasons. Aaron, how's that sound? You ready? You Yay. ready for that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 26 more seasons of Mike McCarthy. And uh, it will uh, it'll be interesting to see. Now, Steve Wilkes obviously will not get this Panthers job. We'll see where he ends up. Um, and uh, really did a nice job with the Panthers down the stretch, keeping them focused, making them very competitive, uh, and impressed a whole lot of people. But uh, Frank Reich becomes the head coach in Carolina. They go with a major offensive coach. He's got background with the Chiefs, the Colts. And uh, I find it interesting, Aaron. I mean, these coaches, some of these coaches, you know, I said this yesterday almost in jest about Matt Rule, but think about it. It's, it's the same thing with NFL coach. It's better to get fired way early in a season. Think about the Colts. They went with Jeff Saturday. They had all that weirdness. Oh, we're going to go hire an NFL coach or, you know, an NFL broadcaster, one of our former players, and bring him in. Well, Frank Reich, they had a chance to be out there for a good while. People had to, you know, were able to think about him and all that. So I, I find all of these things to be very, very interesting. And uh, we're seeing we're seeing news break all across the NFL today and obviously some of it involves the Dallas Cowboys um Mike McCarthy said you know about uh, well just 50 minutes ago uh that he had uh, met with Dan Quinn uh briefly saw Kellen Moore and uh believes an answer on Quinn's future will be sooner rather than later that turned out to be true Aaron can we 
Can we hit the breaking news sounder? This Quinn thing happened in such a hurry right as we were coming on today. Let's uh, let's go to the uh... – all right, Dan Quinn back as Cowboys defensive coordinator happened quicker than it happened last season. This was not a, a situation where he was out there hanging out for a while and Jerry had to do this and that. The commitment that Dan Quinn has to the Cowboys – is it's a it's a great thing. I mean, I think obviously we know with the Panthers making their decision, he maybe was able to make his decision a lot of, a, a lot quicker than he would have. And then of course the uh, the the news from yesterday that came out oh about 19 hours ago that multiple sources were telling ESPN the Cowboys will not bring back senior defensive assistant George Edwards, assistant D line coach Leon Lett running backs coach Skip Pete, and offensive line coach Joe Philbin to the 2023 coaching staff. They were among the number of coaches with expiring uh, contracts. I mean, really, I mean, we, of course, this happened after we were off the air yesterday, but very, very interesting stuff for the Cowboys to have this many changes. Now, it looks like they're bringing back the main, you know, the coordinators, but Aaron, did you realize that uh, the the O line? Are we going to blame the O line coach for what happened for this season coming to an abrupt halt? I mean, I, maybe it was his fault that Tony Pollard got hurt. Did you, Aaron? Were you? Did you think that uh, that Joe Philbin? I mean, that that is really uh, of of tremendous interest that uh, the Cowboys would not renew his contract. I would say of all the issues that the Cowboys may have had, interceptions and everything else, Aaron, I thought, I mean, wouldn't you, doesn't Joe Philbin get some of the credit for the rookie left tackle uh, stepping in, being great when Tyron Smith got hurt, then Tyron Smith comes back at right tackle, then they have to move Jason Peters out to left tackle? Aaron, if you were going to ask me for like a, like an all-star group, uh, and one of the all-star coaches on the staff, I would have gone with O-line coach Joe Philbin. Isn't this an interesting uh, choice by the Cowboys? It's crazy. That 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 unit being able to play as well as they did with the injuries they had with a, a rookie starting the entire year, they played pretty incredible, all things considered. Yeah, I would say so. And, uh, boy, changes, changes uh, happening around, around the league. A name to consider as the uh, O-line coach, apparently, according to Todd Archer from earlier today, James Campen worked for McCarthy in Green Bay, was Carolina's O-line coach in 2022, and obviously uh, the Panthers now have a new head coach, so he may need a job. But uh, the Philbin thing is very interesting as uh, news continues to break around the league. And uh, I, I mean, I, this is really all of this happening as we come on today, even since we heard from Mike McCarthy today at three o'clock. Um, and again, this uh, Cowboys uh, coach Mike McCarthy saying this is on the news of Dan Quinn returning. Uh, this is big for us. He gives us continuity. On a personal note, I can't tell you how thankful I am. They had a conversation today. 
said, clearly Dan is in the position to be selective. I'm extremely excited about the decision. So on a day when several coaches were let uh, to walk, and I don't want to say they were fired. Some, a lot of them had expiring contracts, so it truly is in this situation they were let go. But still, if they wanted to retain some of these guys, they could have made it happen. Um, man, that is uh, really uh, interesting. And uh, that Dan Quinn has decided to return. Quinn believes – he has a good thing going here, wants to build on it. I wondered what that 1912, uh, what that was going to do to him, how that would make him feel. I mean, I found that all to be fascinating to see how it was all going to play out. And, uh, and now the news is Dan Quinn returning to the Dallas Cowboys. Are you excited about that? Is that good news? Were you ready for a change? I think for the most part, I would predict – our text line, CNC Collision Center text line, you can never predict our folks. You never know what direction they may go. But uh, text in 254-662-1660. It looks like the Cowboys are going to run it back with their two coordinators, Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn. Again, some of this has changed just in the last hour. Um, it was kind of like Dan Quinn was not going to commit to people, and suddenly now it looks like it's all going to happen. Um, all of this is really, really interesting. And, um, and then of course, uh, I guess the big news, we should say McCarthy's coming back. All right. I mean, I don't think, uh, he would have been at the news conference today if he weren't, but announces that Jerry wants him to stay as long as Tom Landry did, which, oh, by the way, was 29 seasons. I don't think he's going to make it. Uh, I think maybe he could live that long. But uh, I don't think he's going to coach that long for the Dallas Cowboys. So, oh, man, lots of news, lots of things to react to. Let's um, tell you what we'll do. We'll continue to react to all the breaking news coming from the Cowboys, and then we'll let you hear a little bit from Mike McCarthy as well. We'll do that next. Recently on the John Moore Show. You know, it looks so great, solid white, the crowd, and they were just super loud. And Coach Drew talked about it in the post game, but it was an amazing crowd. And if you were there cheering on the Bears, you should you should be proud because that's what it's supposed to be like. Absolutely. And crowd gets an assist for that win last night. It was great. The student turnout was just terrific. Uh, really one of the best ever. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Lion Foundation's annual membership drive. 
Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations, plus you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815. Franklin Avenue in Waco, La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at the Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. Morgan Lines with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Last night in the Big 12, West Virginia drops Texas Tech in Lubbock 76-61. Tech falls to 0-8 in conference play. West Virginia is now 2-6. In the Big 12 women's basketball last night, Iowa State beat TCU 75-35. Oklahoma State beat Kansas State 82-74. And Texas beat Oklahoma 78-58. The Cowboys have begun making changes to their coaching staff. Linebacker coach George Edwards and running backs coach Skip Pete, who were both on expansion contracts will not return next season. Dan Quinn has a second interview with the Cardinals and seems to be in the lead to replace Cliff Kingsbury as the Cards' new head coach. Patrick Mahomes says he's ready to go in the AFC Championship game versus the Bengals. Mahomes did practice yesterday. Dallas Mavericks are in Phoenix to face the Suns tonight. 9 o'clock tip-off. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll go with a uh, longtime Eagles insider here at um, at 440, and uh, Anthony Gargano, good friend of mine and um, a longtime radio legendary voice there in uh, Philly, and it'll be fun to catch up with Anthony and see what's on his mind, and uh, he's... Uh, he just knows these Eagles. He'll have great insight into the games coming up on uh, Sunday. So stay tuned for that. That'll happen in just about 20 minutes. Uh, major breaking news from earlier that um, uh, Dan Quinn is staying on 
as defensive coordinator and uh, telling reporters, I think it's a bunch of reasons. I think it's the staff. It's the players. Uh, clearly, Dan is in a position to be selective, and I'm extremely excited about the position. Also talked uh, talk to Ed Werder, gave him a similar quote, and just said he wants to run it back for 2023. Uh, McCarthy went on to also add, I'm excited about the future. The players give me confidence and excitement and energy about this championship program that we feel like we are building and have a chance to take it to the next step. Um, so this is uh, really interesting. So basically, uh, right around the time we were coming on today, about 28 minutes ago, Tom Pel- uh, Pelissero from NFL.com broke this news about Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn uh, informed interested teams, this is from Tom Pelissero, that he is staying in Dallas. Quinn was a top candidate for the Cardinals' head coaching job and also interviewed with the Colts and Broncos. But his heart is in Dallas, and he wants to win a Super Bowl there. Um, so lots, lots to talk about. Right around that time, McCarthy was asked about adjusting the Cowboys' offense. He said, we will adjust. It never stays the same. We will definitely continue to try to evolve our offense. But let's not be blind in the producti- productivity of this offense. This has been an extremely productive offense the last two years. Um, and, I mean, I, I, it has been. Um, and, I, and I thought it was interesting that an hour ago, McCarthy said that uh, Kellen Moore, uh, just like the rest of the coaches, will be evaluated. Meanwhile, he's now talking about Dan Quinn you know, the excitement level on him coming back. Can you in one breath say, you know, the unbelievable productivity of the offense and then in one hand say, well, we're going to continue to evaluate. Part of that is probably, Aaron, they want to let some of these coach searches play out. The other news is Panthers have hired Frank Reich. They were in the Sean Payton sweepstakes, and it looked like they were going to be ready to trade. Aaron, does that – does that do anything for Panthers fans? A retread head coach, good offensive coach. I like Frank Wright, good man. But like, are the Panthers fans out there kind of giving it the old fist pump with the hiring <laughs> of Frank Reich? I'm just not. I don't know if I'm sensing that. No, it's it's another retread coach, which the NFL and most professional sports organizations are famous for. But I mean, he was okay. In Indy, I know he lost Andrew Luck, and quarterback's a big part of it, but he also got to bring in a couple of quarterbacks that he wanted in Indianapolis that didn't work out. I just, I would, I'm glad I'm not a Carolina Panthers fan. I would be bitterly disappointed. Aaron, I mean, Aaron showed signs of backtracking and, and getting back into his Cowboys fandom uh, at points this season, especially late when some things started to kind of go their direction, uh, Aaron allowed a little hope to seep back in, although I don't think he went full-blown like Cowboys T-shirts and Cowboys jerseys or anything like that. The man will wear a T-shirt on you. Uh, and uh, what was the one you had the other day, Aaron? A Bengals? Did you have a Cincinnati Bengals shirt on when I when I was uh, in studio with you the other day? That's correct. I had my Cincinnati Bengals AFC Conference Championship shirt on. <laughs> 
The man loves a conference championship. Uh, I sure. love a good bandwagon. And, <laughs> and they're going to go. I know. I know. It's a strange thing to try to keep up with it. I almost need like a chart uh, to kind of keep up with your different jerseys, your different rooting interest, and uh, and maybe like a spreadsheet or something like that. Okay. I, I want to do this. Aaron's done a really nice job of kind of turning this around quickly. Um, we've been talking about everything that uh, Mike McCarthy said in his news conference. Again, the breaking news is that it was reported here in the last 20 minutes that Dan Quinn will return to the Dallas Cowboys. There was some thought he was maybe one of the top candidates for the Cardinals. I think people thought he was probably leaving Dallas. He will be back with the Cowboys, and I think that is a, a tremendous news for Cowboys fans and a real coup. A real coup, uh, can uh, you know, uh, when you think about what was going on. Let's uh, listen in a little bit. Uh, it, this was just a little while ago, and this was Mike McCarthy meeting with the media in his end-of-the-year address. Moment. Um, we are, uh, we're gathering. No, that's, that's okay. That's okay. We'll, uh, we'll get that together. We're just potting that up for you. Now, again, Frank Reich, now the head coach with the Panthers. It was, uh, it was almost kind of like McCarthy did his talk. Then the news broke about Dan Quinn and they sent McCarthy back out to say a few more words about Dan Quinn returning during the talk, and I'm going to go. I'm going to look at some other uh, reports that people were there to see kind of what all is happening out there. The really interesting part is that it was kind of it. It was not uh, a, a completely supportive comments on Kellen Moore. Now, 16 minutes ago, and and of course the news broke 28 minutes ago or 30 minutes ago that Dan Quinn would be returning as a defense coordinator. Um, and what was funny is 44 minutes ago, they were even discussing during Mike McCarthy's end of the year deal. I mean, think about that, Aaron, you've got all this time. You got a few days after the deal. Let's do our end of the year deal. And then as he's talking, all this stuff breaks. Dan Quinn decides to stay. He had even addressed the possibility of an in-house candidate. If Dan Quinn became a head coach. So that had been, uh, that had been addressed to, uh, to, to some extent. And, uh, and then I'll also repeat to you that uh, Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy said Jerry Jones has told him that he wants him to coach here as long as Coach Landry did. <laughs> okay, that seems to be a stretch. He was pressed, this is about an hour ago, about Kellen Moore, and McCarthy said, I don't want to play this game Kellen Moore will be evaluated. And uh, Kellen Moore, that that um, uh, meeting will place will take place tomorrow. So this is uh, all really interesting um, in, in all that uh, happening. By the way, Aaron, remind me, apparently there's a statement from Steve Wilkes' attorneys about the Panthers' decision. To hire Frank Reich, that doesn't sound great. That does not sound like anything that'll be real positive news for the Panthers. My goodness, Steve Wilkes, good for you. I, I mean, I don't know what this attorney stuff is, but the guy did finish the year strong for the uh, 
for the Carolina Panthers. Okay, now we have it. We're going to listen in to a little bit of what Mike McCarthy had to say in this um, end-of-the-season news conference. Um, you know, just, I have a list of 12 questions, um, and you know, one of the questions is about the locker room. And I, I've never, in 17 years, I've, I've never seen a group talk about the locker room the way this, this year's team talks about the connection that they have. And, and that's something that, you know, I, that I take tremendous pride in because, you know, it's, there's a lot of work that goes into that, the, the focus that goes into that. And most importantly, the players got to make it happen. So um, so we, we, we have a lot to build off of. Uh, we have an incredibly strong uh, locker room as far as connection and the belief of, of what we're doing, how we're doing it, and in uh, our ability to, to win. So, um, and I, I think that gives us a great, you know, great foundation as we continue to, you know, look forward into 2023. Because, you know, the reality is, you know, you don't get to just pick up where you left off. You know, we don't get to pick up where we left off in 13 wins. You know, you, you start all over again. So, um, there's always change. You know, there's, we change our roster. There's, uh, you know, and there's definitely there going to be some adjustments, and you know, but then, you know, but I, I think we got a whole lot to emphasize, you know, and starting with that locker room. We found that sort of connection when you have the inevitable change helps it become more accepted because everyone's kind of on the same page and they're willing. Okay, let's let's give this a shot now. This is something we need to do. Um, I guess I'm not sure what you mean by the inevitable. Well, I mean, change. you're going to have a lot of change. Change is coming. The, the fact that they're so close knit as a group does that give you, you know, does that encourage you that they're going to accept what changes are coming along because you've kind of built that trust within them? Yeah, I think a big part of having a you know a strong locker room is the is the level of trust and understanding that gives you the maturity to handle change professionally. No, no one likes change. I mean, but um, you know, there's you know, there's there's comfort, there's confidence, there's connection, that you know, uh, that personally, um, you know, yesterday was not a good day in, in the realm of you know personal relationships, um, but it, it's it's part of our business. I mean, I'm I mean, I don't I don't I don't look at other press conferences of, of head coaches, but I mean, it, I mean, I mean, it, this this is part of. How we move forward, and, and it's and it's tough, you know, whether you agree with it or not agree with it. But one thing I do know that comes out of it is, you know, it's an opportunity for growth. I mean, it, it creates new opportunities for others. It's and in, and in, in ultimately it comes down to the players, you know, performing and winning games, and you know, we'll continue to pour everything we possibly can into that. Right. Mike Bradsham, Cowboys Radio. Just gut feeling. How do you feel about what you have coming out of this year? compared to what you felt last year? Um, at this time last year? Yes, sir. Um, boy, I, you know, I, I, I'm still stung from Sunday, you know, and I, I think I was, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I'm sure it wasn't much different last year, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not far enough along. I'm, I'm excited about the future. I'm, I'm excited. The players give me great confidence and, and excitement and energy about you know about this championship program that we're we feel like we're we're building and, and have a chance to take it to the next step. So that that gives me you know you know a whole lot of peace you know particularly sitting down with these guys the last the last three the last three years. It couldn't have been more positive. Um, you know they everybody felt we took a step from the year before. Um, so but. 
you know, definitely all disappointed because we all felt that we had, you know, had an opportunity to, to get to where we wanted to get to. So, yeah, I, I, I can't. That's the best I can do, Brad. Uh, Mike, how quickly would you like to get the rest of the staff stuff uh, resolved? Oh shoot! Um, I mean, you always want to, you know, you always want to resolve that, but you know, um, yeah, I, you know, I think it's important to go through the evaluation process. You know, if, if anything, I probably err on taking too long, then going too fast. So, um, yeah, I, I just got to go through the, inf you know, the information, have the conversations, and. You know, we'll see how it sorts out. Yeah, I don't have a timeline for you. And then on the personnel side, after you guys decided to uh, move move on from Amari, mm -hmm. did you do it? You looking back on it, did you rely too much on Michael coming back from the ACL surgery? Did you think a third round pick could fill in? Should you have done approach that differently after? Yeah, I think those are great questions. I think those are questions that you know that uh, they'll be part of discussions in the future. You know, I, I think you know. Those conversations are really ongoing, you know. Um, so I mean, you're always looking at your decision making. You're you're always evaluating it uh, because you know you, you, that's all good information to what's in front of you. You know, with, with, you know when you get to the next decision, okay, you know, let's make sure we we, we learn from you know the decisions we made in the past. <laughs> let's. Uh, that is the uh, Mike McCarthy. And uh, really uh, interesting, you know, he was talking about the uh, timetable and, of course, how he would like to uh, – he'd love to get things – I mean, lots of coaches left the door. I mean, think about the uh, assistant D-line coach, Leon Lett, famous player for the Cowboys. His contract was not renewed. Joe Philbin thought the O-line had a pretty good year, thought the rookie did well. How do you just kind of move on from Joe Philbin? Uh, is this sort of change for the sake of change? Do fans hear this and go, good thing, good that they're making changes? Are they making the right changes? Breaking news is, and while we were hearing Mike McCarthy just then, right after that, breaking news happened that uh, Dan Quinn was, cut, was going to stay with the Cowboys. Cardinals uh, apparently were in pretty heavily on him. He is going to stay with the Cowboys. I think he likes being a defense coordinator. I think he likes what he's done with the Cowboys. I think you could make the argument that uh, running it back with him, I, mean, I think that side of the defense, I mean, that side of the team, um, you know, the field, that didn't, that did, that's not what hurt them. They, they lost a, a, a divisional playoff game 19-12. to That side of the ball did its job. Now, what will happen with Kellen Moore? And I think that is a uh, something that we're going to have to answer moving forward. All right, one of the great voices from Philly Sports. He does such a great job and love visiting with him. Uh, we talked to Anthony Gargano, the uh, legendary radio voice there in Philadelphia, next. Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women back in action Saturday, headed to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, on 104.9 FM. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. 
both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Clayo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animal in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Sports Center. I'm Ward Lights with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Last night in the Big 12, West Virginia drops Texas Tech in Lubbock 76-61. Tech falls to 0-8 in conference play. West Virginia is now 2-6. In the Big 12 women's basketball last night, Iowa State beat TCU 75-35. Oklahoma State beat Kansas State 82-74. And Texas beat Oklahoma 78-58. The Cowboys have begun making changes to their coaching staff. Linebacker coach George Edwards and running backs coach Skip Pete, who were both on expiring contracts will not return next season. Dan Quinn has a second interview with the Cardinals and seems to be in the lead to replace Cliff Kingsbury as the Cards' new head coach. Patrick Mahomes says he's ready to go in the AFC Championship game versus the Bengals. Mahomes did practice yesterday. Dallas Mavericks are in Phoenix to face the Suns tonight. 9 o'clock tip-off. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
On his Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, joined right now by Anthony Gargano. We've been uh, talking and visiting on the radio for many years. 97.5, the fanatic in Philly. You also hear him nationally on Fox Sports Radio. Anthony, this is a weekend where we should be doing radio together. Uh, And since no one else arranged it, I decided to call and and have you on today, and uh, I've been I've been kind of monitoring your work recently. You're complaining about the respect level for uh, for for Philadelphia. I mean, this is so unlike you to complain about anything. <laughs> How are you, sir? Well, I love you, Matt, and uh, for your audience, Matt is a tremendous guy, a tremendous sportsman, as I like to call it. And, yeah, I'm complaining. How is Nick Sirianni not a finalist among the top three for coach of the year? All right, let's go through it. So, Brian Dable, terrific coach, but give me a break. He played nobody. And he got his, and he got his butt drubbed by Sirianni. Uh, Doug Peterson, who I love, Doug. However, Doug had sunshine and an incredible team and was coming off the worst NFL coach in NFL history. All right? And then you look around, you go, well, all right, let's look at Shanahan. I love Shanahan, too. Terrific coach. Nobody thought the Eagles would be the one seed. Nobody thought in their life that they would go freaking 14 and, and 13 and 1 with their starting quarterback. The only two, two of the three losses come with their backup quarterback. All right? Brandon Graham, who's got double digit sacks, is not the play, comeback player of the year. All right, Hassan Reddick, who's got double digit sacks, is not in the running for not just double digits, eighteen sacks. Is not <laughs> is not defensive player of the year. Jalen Hurts. All right, I finally got something as an MVP mm. candidate. He's only thirteen and one when he's healthy. All right, everybody hates us. Ben Simmons. The people killed this town about Ben Simmons, and there's no apologies. Nobody apologizes. Nobody. Everybody hates us. So yeah, Maddie, I'm complaining. You're not hated in Central Texas. I mean, there are people. There are small pockets of of Philly uh, supporters out there. Boy, you, they, you did not mention one of the great coaches of our time, though. In that in that in that group, I did not hear any mention of Mike McCarthy. I mean, how is he left off this list as well, uh, the great Mike McCarthy? Oh, by the way, breaking news, in case you didn't see it, Dan Quinn running it back as defensive coordinator with the Dallas Cowboys. This has just dropped in the last 30 to 45 minutes. So, Anthony, as you do all your national and local radio, uh, you know. I love Dan Quinn. Yeah. Dan Quinn is not the problem in Dallas. The problem in Dallas is the bison head that is your head coach, all right? The problem in Dallas, if I was Jerry, and I listen, you know, as an Eagle guy, I'm kind of happy. But if I was Jerry, I would give Sean Payton a part of the damn franchise to come coach me. All right? If, if anything, you got to go get Sean Payton. You got to get rid of Tom McCarthy. You got you to get rid of McCarthy. McCarthy has been a disaster. All right? He has Iron Rodgers with one Super Bowl. <laughs> He has been a disaster wherever he went. All right? He's one. He's one. Tw- we're Philly, Philly. All right, like that play that Doug Peterson comes up with that Nick Foles calls. But Dallas, Dallas is a disaster. 
All right. Oh, as usual, his measured commentary is something I appreciate. Anthony Gargano, 97.5, the fanatic, also heard on Fox Sports. Uh, Anthony, will you be listening tomorrow? On you're, you're a morning national guy. I like to kind of wake up and, and ease into things. I'll be on tomorrow in the afternoon. I wish you'd jump on with me, by the way. Wouldn't that be fun? I don't know if I have uh, any. Hey, Maddie, anything you anything you want, I'm in. All right. Well, You're I you've, all, you've always been uh, great to me. Now, what do you think about this matchup, though? Sunday, I mean, the conference great championship. Matchup, Eagles are there. Yeah. I'm sure there were some Eagles fans rooting for the Cowboys to be there. Wouldn't that have been amazing? Of course, the Cowboys yeah, messed that up. I, I wanted to see. Yeah, that. yeah, that was going to be fun. I we would all headed to. I, I, I mean, having NFC East. NFC title game would have been a blast. I was actually hoping that Dallas would have won because I thought it would have been so much fun. This is going to be a great football game. I, you know, you got two incredibly well-coached teams, very good de- defenses. I think it's going to come down to the battle of quarterbacks. And that, uh, you know, the one thing where I give the Eagles the edge is at the quarterback spot. And obviously, Purdy's been fantastic. You know, I mean, how, how do you, you look at the kid? It was terrific. However, I will say this. I thought that Dallas defense and Micah, I thought they rattled him a little bit. And if not for Dak's game and some of the some of the turnovers, uh, you know, I think Dallas wins the game. So I want to give the edge to the Eagles. I think it's going to be a good game, but I think it's going to be a battle of the quarterbacks, and I'll take Hurts at home against Purdy. Does this does Hertz just own this city? I mean, he's already yeah. reached a level that Donovan never did, and obviously Wentz had his moments, but it, it his star flickered out in a hurry. Uh, it, what is what is the relationship right now between this fandom and Jalen Hurts? Because he kind of he does kind of seem like a lunch pail guy, and and it just seems like boy. And of course, you got to win for this city to fall in love with you. But they, I, what do they think of like just his whole persona, his attitude, his approach? What is this? relationship like with the quarterback brother let me tell you something this town loves Jalen when I tell you they are all hearts <laughs> like you know on your iPhone when you tap you type in the heart like you know it's all heart hard eyes blowing kisses they love him and here's why you named it he's a lunch pail guy but beyond that he's a coach's kid he's a wee guy He's everything that Wentz was not. Wentz played. He wanted to play superhero. He was a mean knee guy. He was that kind of quarterback, right? Take unnecessary chances. Jalen does none of that. Jalen just runs the offense the way it's supposed to be run. He never talks about himself. He's always about the team. This town adores him. In many ways, it personifies this city. So it's interesting that a guy from Texas who personifies this town, uh, the Quaker element of this town, which is it's about the collective, not about the singular. Man, that's interesting. I hear you. Quaker. Man, getting into the Quakers. I've been to some of those markets where the Quakers, they have uh, downtown, some of they selling some of those things. That's a, What is the Quaker? What's that beautiful building down there near oh, the, the Marriott? Qua- where the famous Quaker, <laughs> the William Penn, isn't market. it? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Market. Well, yeah. Billy Penn's at City Hall, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. City Hall, Philadelphia, and then you would always stay near the Reading Terminal Market, where all yes. the great food would be. So the yeah. Quaker, you know, the city was founded by Quakers, right? Correct. And so it's America's first capital and the whole thing. But the Quaker mantra was "We over I." It was always about the collective, and I think the Quaker mantra is in the soil here and Jalen fits perfectly with that mantra all right I like what you were saying about uh what they might be able to do to Brock Purdy uh me being a big 12 guy I've watched him for years the Eagles had an unbelievable amount of sacks did I read it was like 75 or some 78 some insane amount of sacks you got to go way back for something like that. So you saw some things from the Cowboys, though, that made you think perhaps you could rattle Purdy. Now, again, Shanahan is unbelievable at devising some of these strategies, but that's going to be a fascinating chess match. It is remarkable that a guy picked last in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, is sitting here in a conference championship game, and the man's never been, he's never lost a game. I mean, it does feel like some kind of there's a mystique around him or something. You feel like the Eagles are are feeling pretty confident about a game plan that perhaps could throw him off stride. Yeah. Now I will let me say this because the Niners, to their credit, they knew. You know, was to tell. We should all realize this when Jimmy G gets activated, right? They never talk about Jimmy G coming back. So they didn't want to put him on IR, right? They were everybody thought that because Brock Purdy was the third stringer that they were like, well, we'll expose him and and put him on waivers, right? So you put him, so you deactivate him, and they didn't want to do that. They did not want to expose Brock Purdy way back when, and that is a it was a tell how much they love Purdy that they made sure that they were not going to expose him to uh, waivers. He, the kid, he's got big stones. Here's the one thing I saw, mm-hmm. that when you push him left, he does that pirouette. The Cowboys did it to him two or three times. And he does that kind of half pirouette, and he throws the ball away. He did it against Seattle. You keep doing that. You, when you screw around like that, you're going to turn the ball over. And the Eagles' pass rush is no joke. And where they get after you – when it comes to the Niners, the Niners' interior line is a little susceptible. They have great tackles, but their interior line is their soft spot. And that's where the Eagles, with Indomitian and Sue, Linville Joseph, Fletcher Cox, they have fortified the defensive tackles, and that's the area to watch. Because if the pressure's up the middle, that could spook Purdy. Boy, I love that. Who else was a pirouette guy? Tony Romo. You remember the pirouette? Remember what he was able to do? He could feel it. He could spin out of it. And uh, that's going to be interesting to see if they can kind of keep him out in that pocket. Now, he'll go down and go sidearm on you. I mean, you got to kind of watch yep. this guy. I mean, he has some he has some things in his bag. Well, this is going to be such a fun matchup, and uh, I can't, I just can't wait to to hear I, even the pregame, even the, the the tailgating in Philly 
it, it's a wild thing. The other day I was I was hearing that people bought uh, tickets to the lacrosse game because they didn't think 12 hours was enough to tailgate. And that would extend their time to be able to tailgate for 15 hours to buy tickets to the professional lacrosse team and get into that parking that lot early. That was the cheat code. <laughs> wait, wait, the best that is that we got over Sunday morning at the Wells Fargo. So yeah. that's at noon. So the gates are open at nine. So all of a sudden, Villanova is a sellout, baby, because all the tailgaters are going to ride for the three o'clock game at eight thirty. Oh man, I love that. I love that. Old Jay Wright had to walk away from Villanova, yeah, and why did he do that? Why yeah. did he do that? Because Scott Drew had his number. Scott Drew, the great <laughs> Baylor basketball coach. <laughs> chased him right out of basketball. <laughs> well, and by the well, way, Scott another Drew's dad was Scott Drew's dad was Homer, right? Valpo, Valpo, nineteen ninety eight seven. I'm at Valpo, and when they run that that play, right? Like after they after the Sweet Sixteen, I mean, excuse yeah. me, after the first round of the tournament. I go to Valpo, spend a week. I was working for the New York Post. I sit with Homer, and I and he brings Scott in, who's his son, and we do this whole thing. I ride on the bus with Homer and Scott from Valpo, Indiana, to St. Louis for the regional, where they were just the darlings. And I love Scott Drew, and I root for Scott Drew all the time. All right. Except well, the Bears have a – Jay Wright. The Bears have a big game against Arkansas Saturday. Keep one eye on that. The Big 12 SEC Challenge. Big 12, best conference in America. That's a great game. Co- college yeah. basketball. So, um, yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm with that. Yeah, all right. Keep an eye on that. Oh, but, come uh, on, bro. I'm a sportsman. You know that. I love my college hoop, Baylor. And listen, one of my best friends was the football coach at Baylor. You know that. Matty Rule. Oh, that's right. That's right. Coach Rule, who's now I was in with ne- Matt. I Nebraska. Talked Matt. I talked, yeah, I talked to Matty, well, I don't know, two days ago. I talked to Matty every couple, every couple of days. I feel like when Matt talks to you, he may change his accent up a little bit. It used to happen to me occasionally. I'd come on with you, and you'd get, <laughs> you'd get me all stirred up, and then suddenly the Texas accent was gone, and I, and I was kind of trying to talk some Philly. Um, or, or, yeah, some Northeast I accent. Had, Matt, are you kidding me? I had Matty eating hoagies and cheesesteaks, all right? Let me tell you something. <laughs> but he was coaching Temple. I had him all down. Yeah, yeah. Boy, Temple had a big win against the University of Houston the other night. What a yeah. huge win yeah. that was against that on Kelvin the, Sampson program. On the great John Chaney's birthday. Wow. The late, great John Chaney. It was his birthday. And Aaron, all right, Aaron McKee, coach of Temple, wins – as an 18-point underdog, beautiful stuff. Yeah, I can, I can, I can. If I thought hard enough, I could tell you McKee's number when he was playing. I can think about John Chaney's defense. There's a lot we could go into. Number I'm gonna eight. let you go. You're right. You got a lot. You got a lot more interviews to do. So uh, <laughs> do what you, you got to do. Hey, thanks, Anthony. I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, let's do let's do something together Pleasure, soon. Pleasure, my brother. All yeah, right, great. There he goes, Anthony Gargano. Uh, if you couldn't tell, he is uh, a Philadelphia radio guy, 
97.5 The Fanatic. And uh, also does uh, Fox Sports National shows. And uh, Aaron, you know I'm not a guy who gets up early. Imagine my surprise when I agreed a couple of years ago to do some Fox National shows. And I, I, my assignment was to be on the air at 5 a.m., all right, 5 to 9. Who do you think I was matched up with? None other than the guy you just heard from, Anthony Gargano. Imagine, <laughs> imagine Gargano's voice and his energy at 5 a.m. No way. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then, my, and then imagine my energy level, which is not even that high in the afternoons. <laughs> 5 a.m. But, uh, but he is a fun guy and has been a good friend throughout the years. Okay. Aaron, we may – I don't. I, I know you've got some college nuggets, but we may need to continue down. Now, I want to remind everybody, Tweety Carter, Baylor legend, is – if I haven't said that today, I, I'm really apologetic because that's a huge guess for us. That's at 520, all right? So we're about 25 minutes away from that. But next, we're going to get back into some of this Cowboys breaking news and let you hear more from Mike McCarthy's end-of-the-year news conference today and react to it. All of that's next. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show Thursday, February 2nd, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, and it's the Matt Mosley Show, and Tweety Carter joining us at uh, 520 today. Uh, always uh, always fun to have the great Tweety Carter. And with another McDonald's All-American coming in, Jacoby Walter, uh, it's, it's fun to get to visit with a former McDonald's All-American himself, Tweety Carter. And... Uh, just one of the all-time greats at Baylor, and in my estimation, you know, one of the great, one of the best leaders ever. It just was a huge part of uh, Scott Drew getting everything going for uh, Scott, and uh, what an amazing guy that uh, that he is. So that'll be that'll be fun. Uh, Tweedy will be on with us in about 17 minutes. Be by the dial for that. Breaking news on the Cowboys front today: for the second straight year. Dan Quinn has decided to pass up potential head coaching jobs to remain with the Cowboys. He interviewed with the Broncos, Cardinals, and Colts in the last few weeks. The um, Now, the Panthers did hire somebody, and uh, this was uh, a quote that Ed Werder had uh, from Dan Quinn. Unfinished business here in Dallas. My complete focus is helping the team play championship ball in 2023, Quinn told ESPN's Ed Werder. During his end-of-the-season news conference, Coach McCarthy hinted of a possible return, saying, I feel good about where we are. We'll give Dan his due time. And then long after the season, uh, not long after the session ended, McCarthy confirmed Quinn's decision to stay. All right, now, uh, offense coordinator... Um, Kellen Moore interviewed with the Panthers, but today 
Frank Reich was hired to be the Panthers coach. Aaron, do you hear the celebrations in Charlotte uh, all the way in Central Texas? Can you hear all the shouts, the dancing? We got... <laughs> oh, that's, that's, uh, that's everybody celebrating Frank and his uh, impending arrival. Um, so we'll see... McCarthy said he has yet to have a full meeting with Kellen Moore. Just kind of bumped into each other. Haven't had a chance to talk about uh, things and the future. Cowboys finished fourth in points per game and 11th in yards in 2022, despite not having Dak for five games. Aaron, what happened during those five games? Didn't they win four of them? Did they throw a bunch of interceptions during those games? I don't think so. I don't think so. How many interceptions did our man Cooper Rush throw? Not a lot. Not a lot would be the answer to that. Um, McCarthy said, and the reason I'm reading these quotes, you're like, Mosley, don't we have McCarthy? We do. And we're going to let you hear a little bit of Mike in a minute. But this was, this. I don't think we'll get all the way to this point. And this part fascinated me. Uh, ask about Kellen Moore. Continued, I think the, our assembled media kept badgering him. Mike, Mike. He said, I really don't want to play this game. Kellen Moore, just like the rest of the coaches, will be evaluated. Every coach will be evaluated. The evaluation, it takes more than one day. Well, it didn't take that long, did it, Aaron, to uh, say goodbye to uh, assistant head coach uh, Rob Davis, senior defensive assistant George Edwards, O-line coach Joe Philbin, running backs coach Skip Pete and the assistant D-line coach Leon Lett, and the quality control coach Kyle Valero. Aaron, aren't you glad they got rid of Kyle Valero? Don't you think that'll kind of get them across the, 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 the goal line next year? All right, all right. We just, we just have to, we had to, we had to get rid of our quality control. Uh, this is, I don't know, a lot of these were because of expiring contracts. I think the job Philbin did, Getting this, uh, getting his team ready. I think there were some phenomenal things that happened, and um, uh, McCarthy went on. Now I tell you what, we'll do. I don't want to. I don't want to keep reading his quotes because we only have. We got to get out of the way here in a minute and get ready for Tweety Carter, and uh, and that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. And we'll get Tweety on here at five twenty. That's thirteen minutes away. Former Baylor uh, legend and now assistant coach. It is Tweety Carter. Um, let's listen, Aaron, to a little more of Mike McCarthy's end of the year news conference today. And, uh, we may, we may stop and react to a few of these things as, as we go. Here is what Mike McCarthy had to say. Carlos Nava, ESPN Deportes. Coach, how do you evaluate Isaac Alarcona, two years being an international player, his contract with the NFL International expired? Do you think he's closer to be a regular player, practice squad, something like that? I think he's definitely grown immensely. You know, he's actually headed back to Monterey to, you know, for finish his uh, degree. So that's his, that's his plan this spring. But, you know, um, I, 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 he's made leaps and bounds from from year one to two, and, and then just first it, more in the weight room and you know the understanding of it. But boy, he, he's he's really developed into a, to a to, to really fine prospect. You know, one of the things actually Isaac and I were talking about, I think he was in there Tuesday was, you know, he he played a, a bunch of defensive line for us in the look teams, and uh, 
I mean, for and they never played D line before, so um, just really showed, you know, some intangibles and that, that really it got us excited. So I mean, he's definitely someone we will be talking about this spring. No. Uh, John Javad, WFAA. Um, Mike, how would you assess or summarize the season Dak Prescott had, and what needs to happen around him or for him to get to where you guys want to go? Uh, I think the I think assessment is 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 um, something we need to continue to look at through the evaluation process. I think we need to go back and you know, you know, comparables of you know, did we grow as much as you know we'd like to, and you know, from last year to this year, I, I think the majority of those um, you know situational outlooks will be will be positive of nature. Um, so I mean, s- summarize. I, I think. You know the, the big thing. You know it's it, it's always you know the, when when you get to these spots, you know the quarterback has a bright light on him. So um, I, I think it's just important to take the time to to make sure we go you know back through everything. So you know summer. I mean we came up short. So um, and we're all part of that. It starts with me. So um, yeah. I, I, I mean you know statistically, I thought he, I thought he did some great things. And the follow up to that, and what would need to happen around him or for him? In order to maybe get over that proverbial playoff hump. Well, I think the one thing that, that you know doesn't really get talked about much when you, when you talk about advancing your football team, um, and it happens every off season. You know, there's there's off season grades or opinions, and it's all based off who you bring in. You know, who you bring into your team, and living in a draft and develop world since 2006, the one thing you got to really look at is. You know that second year group. How much are they going to improve going into their third year? You know, that rookie class. You know that second year jump that they're all going to make. And I have confidence they will. You know, so what's the value of that improvement? So you know, is that two free agents, three free? Agents? I mean, those are all realistic conversations. But there will be self improvement from within our roster. Uh, I've seen it now for 17 years. So I have great confidence in that, and and, and I and I love our three draft classes. Uh, so that so. We do know we got that going for us, you know, and it's, um, you know, just the number of guys, you know, working here in Dallas is unique and special because the majority of your players live five, ten minutes from here. Um, so these guys are, I mean, they're anxious to get back and get rolling, you know, in, in end of February, early March. So that's that's a that's a great asset to have, and and that all plays into that jump that it, I know we'll make, you know, internally. Mike, Haley said in DallasCowboys.com, when you look back at the season, what are you most proud of of the guys and what they were able to accomplish this year? Uh, Get energized at Planet Fit. There it is, and uh, we're obviously playing that from a recording, so occasionally you'll get to hear a, an ad or something uh, pop up. But uh, good, to, good to hear uh, from Coach McCarthy, who's certainly not digging in and sharing much information I found it interesting on the part when he was asked about Dak that he didn't jump in. I thought there might be this sort of rallying around Dak and maybe, hey, put up some great numbers. And I didn't exactly hear that in his tone. I think he thinks a lot of Dak and he knows that's who they're going to ride with moving forward. But the evaluation process is underway, and I didn't think – much like he didn't race to say, yeah, Kellen Moore's returning. I, I didn't sense in that conversation that he was doing cartwheels 
over anything Dak Prescott did this year. And Dak had some good moments. Let's not act like it was like a, you know, a holy or a completely um, unsuccessful season. I mean, ultimately, it didn't end where they wanted it to, but they did make the divisional game. They did win 13 games. Now, again, we have to point out he wasn't there for five of them. Four of their 13 wins came because of uh, another quarterback. And Cooper Rush did a really nice job and helped run the team, um, did not turn the ball over, protected the football, and that ended up being a really big problem for the uh, for the Cowboys is uh, not is being way too careless with the ball, and so it'll be interesting to see as we move forward. You know how how all of that plays out. All right, lots to uh, get to as we uh, as we go forward here, and uh, very excited to get to visit with uh, former Baylor star and now current assistant coach Tweedy Carter returns to the Matt Mosley Show. He'll do it next. Welcome to today's edition of the Baylor Sports Beat on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes talking Baylor basketball and the whiteout in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Start your year off with the deal of all deals. Get up to $2,500 in total values and 1.9% for 72 months on the new 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited with second and third row seating options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Deals are available across our entire inventory. Remember, if you don't see what you want, we can build your custom dream vehicle today. The Start Something New sales event is happening now at Alan Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Let's go! Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, beginning with that sold-out wide-out win over Kansas Monday night in the Farrell Center. Yeah, that's as good as it gets. That was big time. You know, what a what a great showing for the Big 12 Conference, Big Monday. Um, our fans were tremendous. Uh, maybe the best student uh, crowd that uh, that we've had since I've been here. It was electric, the the white balloons, the you know all of it. I was sitting there going, man, how do you how do you shoot free throws into that? And uh, anyway, but uh, just a tremendous atmosphere. Obviously, you know uh, the game was great. You know we we're able to to get out of there with a with a win, and you know it it always feels maybe a little bit more special when you beat Kansas. Um, and that's a compliment to them because of, you know, how, how great their program is. And, you know, you just – you think about the Big 12 and, and Kansas and Baylor and the last two national championships. You think about 2020, both would have been a number one seed, you know, if, uh, if the NCAA tournament hadn't been postponed. And so uh, this league is brutal when when you think about it. And uh, 
but a, a great game, great environment, and uh, and thank you to to the Baylor family because they they made it. You know that was a really really tough uh, tough environment to to play in. And now you begin to think about that and moving to the Foster mm-hmm. Pavilion. Yeah. You know, seventy five hundred capacity, and really having that type of environment every single night that you play. That's what's that's what's really going to be cool. Yeah. And hopefully the same environment Saturday, the Big 12 SEC Challenge, already sold out for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yeah, it's been sold out 3 p.m. Saturday. Um, you know, again, Coach Mulsman, the, the Arkansas program, uh, I think they've been to two straight Elite Eights, you know, and, uh, um, you know, they, uh, they're just really, really good. You would, you, you kind of wanted or hope that if you were going to play in a challenge, you might get a little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of break and, and, uh, cause then you got to go follow that, you know, at, at Austin at UT, but, uh, that'll be a big game Saturday and looking forward to that environment. Thanks Mac. And that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor sports beat. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN central Texas. Howdy. Chet Garner here. Professional guy searching for bears in the wild but not just any bears oh no a particular kind with hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild yet still hard to spot unless you know the signs there they are baylor bears if you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself join me and let's find some bears in the wild join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hello everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle in stock. Again, ask for Brian Reese and I will get your knees in the breeze. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Last night in the Big 12, West Virginia drops Texas Tech in Lubbock 76-61. Tech falls to 0-8 in conference play. West Virginia is now 2-6. In the Big 12 women's basketball last night, Iowa State beat TCU 75-35. Oklahoma State beat Kansas State 82-74. And Texas beat Oklahoma 78-58. The Cowboys have begun making changes to their coaching staff. Linebacker coach George Edwards and running backs coach Skip Pete, who were both on expiring contracts, will not return next season. Dan Quinn has a second interview with the Cardinals and seems to be in the lead to replace Cliff Kingsbury as the Cards' new head coach. Patrick Mahomes says he's ready to go in the AFC Championship game versus the Bengals. Mahomes did practice yesterday. Dallas Mavericks are in Phoenix to face the Suns tonight. 9 o'clock tip-off. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas now joined by none other than Tweedy Carter Baylor men's assistant coach player development it is uh, Tweedy it's great to visit with you what'd you think of that uh, atmosphere the other night at the uh, KU game were you wishing that y'all had a PA guy back then that would uh, was that loud <laughs> that that really that really kind of reminded me of an NBA type environment the other night Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, Matt, man. It was yeah. quite a, a part of it. It was it was fun, uh, electrifying. Um, credit to the fans for coming out and showing that support. And, and we need it again on Saturday. So uh, right back to the drawing boards. And, and, I mean, they did an amazing job. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, the whiteout. Do you uh... – do you do you kind of like uh, it looks it looks really cool doesn't it and i think uh for once tweety i mean i felt like it was maybe a hostile crowd like ku and you know they hear it every time but they waco you know the baptists were pretty nice for the most part i did you hear some chants now you're you're pretty focused on the action but did you did you happen to hear some of the chanting i mean it we were not quite as baptists as i'm used to us being <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't. I didn't hear what was going on too much besides the noise. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I, I know um, they probably was just having fun, and and you know, again, um, you know, my focus was the, was the team and, mm-hmm. and making sure that we had everything we need uh, on the sideline, and that's high energy on the bench. And um, I'm pretty sure the fans didn't mean no harm, uh, whatever the case may be. But it was it was beautiful to see them. Uh, uh, that hostile um, to, towards the game. I, I saw you retweet something about like the bench mob. Now, who over there brings it the most? Would you say you're a high energy guy? Like the Mavericks have a guy named Theo Pinson who doesn't play that much but brings it like crazy. You may have crossed paths with Theo at some point. Who would you say brings the most energy uh, on the uh, on the Baylor bench? Well, we, we had a uh, – I would say Jake, uh, Jake Yarkin. Um, I, I would say uh, a lot of our guys, uh, D'Antoine Grimes, Jonathan, mm. um, Big John, um, Jordan, uh, everybody that, that, that kind of, um, you know, stay on the end of that bench, bring a lot of energy. Austin Sachs, um, Dale Bonner. I, I mean, I can go down the list. Um, Zach, everybody bring the energy that we need um, and the support that the, that the players uh, need to make sure that we're on the same page. And I thought these last couple of games, we picked it up on the bench, and it, and it helped our, um, our guys out there on the court. Did it bring back some memories for you seeing uh, Jacoby Walter 
named McDonald's All-American. I mean, you were you were the first, as I recall, and uh, it's a huge thing for, for the program. And, of course, now that you get more and more of them, um, how cool was that to see that announcement, and did it bring back some fond memories for you? Almost oh, definitely. Big congratulations to Jacoby and his family uh, for that accomplishment because I know that's something us players work for um, a lot all year, all our lives to be a part of special events, special situations, and McDonald game is very special. So cre- big credit to all his hard work, his family hard work, and I'm, I'm really excited for him. But most definitely um, that is something that you, you need to be proud of because it's a big accomplishment, and I'm extremely happy for him and his family. Do you remember what you did in that game? Like, was it uh... – was it like high pressure? I remember that being a huge deal for the Baylor program for you to be in it. What was uh, what? What do you remember? Do you even remember how you found out? Did did somebody give you a phone call or something like that? Uh, yes, I re- I received a phone call. Don't like you said. Don't remember exactly how it played out, but my high school coach I think uh, told me that I, that I was selected to be in a McDonald game, and I had one of my. Uh, uh, competitors that I played against the majority of our lives, DJ Augustine in it, and a lot of guys that I played AAU against, Sharon Collins, Kevin Durant, all of those guys was in it. And, you know, it just it was fun to be a part of just because, you know, I got to experience something I never thought I'd experience, and that's, that's be on the highest level coming out of high school, and McDonald is one of the highest levels. Man, those are University of Texas players you're mentioning. I I think people forget they had some uh they had some tremendous players, didn't they, back in the day. Talking to Tweety Carter on the Matt Mosley show, ESP in Central Texas. Wasn't that fun the other night to see? And again, you couldn't be paying attention to a lot of this, but maybe you saw them recognize Jacoby and Miro Little. Uh, that what a what a cool thing. You're two thousand twenty three, uh, two of the members from that class and two to see the the uh, crowd uh, recognize them like that, it, it doesn't it let you know, Tweety, that the crowd is maybe following recruiting, maybe even more than they used to. That was a pretty oh, yeah. loud yeah. of ovation that went up for them. Most definitely, that was amazing uh, for those two guys to get recognized. The energy that I seen in their faces, I mean, it shows you the commitment that they that they have made to to be in the Baylor Bear, and it's a family atmosphere. And nothing but joy from them, and that's something that Coach Drew been preaching and the staff been preaching. We want to have joy, Jesus, other than yourself. And those guys showed tremendous energy. Um, they was really excited to be here. And again, credit to their families for doing an amazing job uh, with them and our coaching staff on recruiting and, and getting those guys to, to to commit here and sign here. Because I mean, they're they're special, and I can't wait to just to share the court with them and see how they uh, compete. Do you still compete? I mean, I, the, I, there's some tricks of the trade that you can uh, use on these guys. Uh, I could see you still in the scrimmages being very effective, knowing you played pro basketball uh, overseas and all of that. Do you find yourself every once in a while lacing them up and getting involved in practice, or, or do you uh, have you kind of moved on from that? Uh, man, I'm going to be honest. I am not running behind those guys. They, <laughs> <laughs> they some bad boys. They some bad boys in the, the hard work that they put in. Uh, I'm just here to help them and support them and, you know, be here uh, whenever they need me. But I am not getting out on that court with them. 
Boy, I still think though, like a three-point contest, you could, you know, you could get involved in that and hold your own. Uh, I would not put that past you, but man, I just think back on your leadership. Go ahead. I said I will get I will get shots up, uh, but that's about <laughs> it. I will show them I can still make a three pointer here and there, but they still kind of beat me in that if we ever was to shoot too. I, I bet you they would. <laughs> yeah. You know, back then we didn't keep up so much, like three-point percentage. We weren't so infatuated, you know, with the analytics of it. And I just remember, I don't even know what your percentage would have been, but you always made them when they counted. That was what was amazing about you, Tweedy, is those big games against A&M or whoever. It's just like you just had a way of kind of kicking it in with a couple of minutes left or five minutes left, and you made huge shots. Do you kind of see that in some of the players on this team? I've seen it lately with Jalen even, who's not even a guard. Obviously, he's more of a wing, but isn't that kind of amazing when these people can almost elevate their games? And I don't know if it's focus. I'm not sure what it is. It may just be a flair for the dramatic, but it is interesting to see these guys who seem to turn it on the best in those huge moments. Yes, most definitely. I, I love to see our guys step up. And we've been having different guys step up, um, you know, from time to, from game to game. And, you know, like you said, Jalen Bridges, Adam Flagler, LJ Cryer, uh, Keontae George, Langston Love. I mean, um, you know, you can go down the list. Uh, even, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to call this a shot, but even the stuff that our, our big fellas do down low, just getting extra possessions for those guys to make those shots. I mean, everybody step up and, and do what they they need to do for and for us to win, and that's the most important thing. And you know, they have each other back. You know, whether they make the shot or miss the shot, they would do it all over again with each and every one of those players if the, if it came down to it. And that's what I love to see because, like you said, sometimes these shots are not going to go in. And how do you respond? And I think having each other back is the best response you could ever have, especially when you're in, going to war and, and you competing out there on that court. How fun is it to see LJ get on one of those runs like he did in the first half the other night? And, and do you all ever get in his ear like, hey, look for your shot, be aggressive early? Um, I mean, that was uh, that was some entertaining stuff. I mean, he, he hit him with some haymakers, and it is like he wouldn't let up. And and that yeah. national title team was kind of like that. You'd get you'd hit them with a huge haymaker, and sometimes it would just punch another team out. You knew KU would hang around, but that was amazing to see Cryer get in one of those zones. You know he's capable of that. How, do y'all ever kind of encourage him? Hey, why don't you try to be aggressive early in the game? And was that something you kind of even planned on the other night? I mean, our staff do a great job encouraging them all. Um, to be honest, mm-hmm. if you have a shot, they want you to shoot them. Um, and, you know, so happened LJ was the, was the hot hand. And, I mean, you've seen it. Nobody forced any shots up. They tried to get him the ball every every single possession down the court to keep him going. And that's that's what I was talking about earlier, the joy of our team and the love that they, that they have for each other to make sure the hot hand continue to touch the ball. And, uh, if, if it's Adam Fagler, like you said, LJ, Jalen, Keontae, Langston, all of those guys want each other to do good. So whoever have the hot hand, they make sure that they get the ball. And LJ just got in a great rhythm. And, I mean, he's been doing this all his career, all his life, is, is making shots and at a high clip. And to see him do it against Kansas and come out with the win was amazing. 
What was the new plan for LJ after the concussion? I'm told you had a lot of input in that, and, and you were credited for really helping out with some ideas and, 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 and how to approach that. What did you all kind of see and then end up uh, collaborating on and deciding, okay, this is what we, we would like for maybe LJ to be thinking about after the concussion? Um, you know, just wanted him to come back out with confidence. And, I mean, you say I get I got most of the credit, but our staff and, I mean, everybody that played a part in LJ, uh, making sure he's healthy first. Um, and, you know, every like it, it's, it's crazy because, you know, when, when you hear this, you, you think, nah, they just saying this because of the interview. But, I mean, everybody play a part into our guys doing doing well and, and making sure they care about their well-being before uh, what they can do on the court. And I think that was the most important thing is keeping LJ confident and, and believing in himself, trusting himself, and letting him know how much we need him on the court. Um, and, you know, he took his time and came back, and you see what he's doing now. Man, I like this plan. And by the way, Coach Jacobs is the one bragging on you. I don't want to, you know, uh, he. I think a lot of them brag on you, but boy, he particularly thinks the world of you. So uh, I did want to, I did want to let you know where some of that was coming from. But that's, it's, uh, it's neat to watch uh, a player take on a, a different role, and and we're we're seeing even Langston start to take new strides. Uh, with LJ, he's shown that he's more than just a great three-point shooter and that he can drive and he can find his shot. Is, is that Was it kind of always in him, but you all just had to lean into that, work on it? How did you kind of get him to a place where he's more comfortable doing that, knowing that he's one of the great three-point shooters in the country? Um, that, that's always been in him. Um, you know, and, and most of the time when you're a player, you 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 want to shoot the ball, you want to score because that 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 gets everything going. But when you can sacrifice your shots to get another to get another player on your team, another shot, I think that's what makes us uh, a good team. And um, and you know, to see these guys be unselfish with one another is the best feeling in the world because you know, and I know, a lot of these guys could take a lot more shots. Um, but they choose to give the extra pass. They sh- they choose to move the ball because that's what makes us better. Um, individually, they can they can make many shots, but in order for us to keep winning and keep doing what we need to do to, to try to reach our goals, um, we have to play together and stay together and, and move the ball. And whatever game that, 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 that presents itself for each player to, to have their fair of five threes, six threes, I think they'll be ready for it because of their unselfishness. Tweety Carter joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What about Langston? I mean, he finished out the game the other night. He took big shots. He responded when they went up in the second half. Um, it, it, what are you seeing from him? Is it is he starting to kind of get his his feet under him? And is this a is this confidence? that we're seeing a growing confidence because y'all needed another scorer, especially off the bench. And it really seems like he may be that guy. Oh yeah. Confidence. Um, Langston is, is a hardworking kid. He always in the gym, always putting the time in, even when he was hurt. Um, he always finds himself in the gym. And when you, when you consistent that way, God always got a way of working itself out and putting you in position to be successful. And I think, He's just uh, taking on those responsibilities. His number get called. He's ready. He's extremely confident. 
He's a tough player, tough-minded player. Um, I'm just happy he's in a great place and continuing to grow because he's going to be something special moving forward. Um, I mean, you see it. Um, and to see him um, get these big buckets for us in, in a crunch time of the game was amazing to watch. I also heard – I've been told he's a really good recruiter for you guys. So, uh, I mean, I don't know what it, what it is, but maybe it's like you say, he loves the game so much, loves yeah. getting the recruits in the gym. But uh, people have tipped me off before that maybe he may be one of the best recruiters of any of the players. Is that – what is the trait that really connects with the players? Yes, he know we need players to win, <laughs> to continue to win. So he do he do his part. Um, he do a great job of making sure he show up and, and be there um, for the recruits in, in this program. So I'm I'm really proud of him. And again, the fight that he have night in and night out, and he never hang his head. And that's what I love about him. He never put his head down. He always keep it up because he know it's only a matter of time be- before I start being links in love, and and he's showing it. All right, last thing I had for you, has Scott, does Scott seem any different now like the, as a coach than, than working on his staff? I guess you get to – it's a different kind of mentality. You knew him as a player. Now you, mm-hmm. you're on, working on his staff. Does he almost seem like the exact same guy you remember from 12 years ago when you first showed up? Uh, or or is it – do you get to see a little bit different side to him uh, when you all hold up on the in these uh, coaching meetings? I've heard y'all can go at each other a little bit. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I mean, we we for sure uh, want to make make sure that we um, doing everything we we can to to make this program better, to make our team better. And I mean, Scott Drew is amazing. Um, he's the same as a as when I played with him, and as now I'm working for him. Um, he's he's just a guy that's consistent with with hard work, and um, you see it throughout the staff. I mean, I can go down the list of everybody on his staff. I mean, they love being in the gym. They love putting time in the gym. And credit to our wives <laughs> for allowing us to, to, to be in the gym all day to, to, to make sure that we doing our best um, with our jobs. And, and he, he, he's a heck of a head coach. He's a heck of a boss. I'm just proud to be working alongside him. All right, and I'm sure people ask you this. Do you, do you hear from Epe and Lace and some of the guys, like after a big game like that, well, your old teammates that went so far and should have made a Final Four, if not for a call that we won't uh, discuss, uh, do, do you uh, do you sometimes hear from those guys quite a bit? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Our past uh, guys do a great job of staying in touch. Uh, Epe, me and Epe talk awfully a lot. Lace is actually overseas in Turkey playing. He's doing really well. Um, really, excuse me. I'm really proud of him uh, and the, the the continuing that he have of, of this game, the love that he have for this game. Because you know he's getting older, but he's still out there scoring buckets. So I want him to, to play as long as he can play. Of course, he's uh, like seven hours ahead. So whenever we get a chance to text or, or say what's up to each other, it's always a blessing. Um, and again, man, I love our guys. I love mm-hmm. the program and. These guys are amazing, man, and that's what makes this program so special is that the, the, the connections that we continue to have with one another. Lace, I can just still see that shot, and he was so explosive to go along with it. But it was funny to yeah. see how explosive he was, but his shot was more of a – it wasn't your typical jump shot. He didn't jump that high, did he? But yet it was 
I don't know if there was a better shooter in the country than than what he's Lace Darius one, was when he was at Baylor. He's one of the best scorers I ever been around and ever played with. Just because that ball, if you get it to him, it's going in the hole, no matter what. You know, and that's how I always felt, and that's what. You know, the confidence that we all put in, into each other. If we're going to shoot, let's shoot the make every time we, we touch the ball. And that's something he do really well. And like I said, he's doing it still. So at 35, 36, I think he's 35, he's still doing it out there in Turkey. So big congrats to him <laughs> for continuing doing what he do. If you find a way to watch any of the Turkish television, uh, send it my way, okay? I'd, I'd like to it'd make me feel great to see Lace shoot a basketball before he retires. That would be a lot of fun. Tweety, uh, great catching up with you. Uh, it's just uh, I loved watching your career and, and then to, to see you on the staff now. And they, they think the world of you, this staff. So uh, I know you had a huge role with Maceo and Davion and all those guys. Uh, so congratulations on your success and uh, look forward to talking to you soon. I really, really do appreciate you, Matt, man. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Anytime you need me, I'm here. I appreciate it. I'll be careful what you ask for. There he goes, Tweety Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Always welcome on the uh, Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. One of the uh, I've said it many times. Uh, there's just not in, in terms of leadership. Jared was a great leader. I mean, they've had tremendous leaders over the years, but I Tweety to me is the best leader the program's ever had. Uh, he just kind of came in, and it didn't even matter how much he scored uh, a game. I, I mean, he could have seven points and four assists and impact every aspect of the game and control the whole game. And it was kind of like how he went the, the, the season and the team would go. And even when Lace, uh, who we all love, Lace could kind of wander off and be thinking about different things, and, and Tweedy knew how to lock him in and get him back focused because no one could score like Lace. In fact, I think at one point he had the uh, the Big 12 record, at least the Baylor record for threes, at either nine or ten threes in a game. One of those may have happened against Texas Tech. Might have happened in Lubbock one time. Lace hit about ten, and then a couple of years ago they let somebody that got, got going at least tie the record. I think Davion got going in in his final year at Baylor and um, and might have tied Lace's record. I'll uh, I'll double check that, but uh, man, it just uh, it's good for the soul to uh, catch up with Tweety Carter, and and it goes full circle because now they have Aaron. How many off the top of your head? Don't don't you have to look this up. How many McDonald's All Americans has Scott Drew had now? Was that number six? With Jacoby Walter, I know Keontae was, Tweedy. I mean, that's pretty remarkable uh, because they had never had one, and then that became a huge deal in probably, uh, I'm trying to think when that all started, McDonald's All-American, probably about 19, maybe in the 1990s or something like that. But when they got Tweedy, it just had a huge impact on the program and just how everybody viewed Scott Drew and everything else. And and the people who provided the foundation, Curtis Gerald's, Henry Dugat, uh, some of those guys that were incredible, and then they just built on that. And then when they got Tweedy and Lace and that bunch, it, uh, it all turned up. Anthony was on that team. Lomers, Epe came in and on that team that almost broke through 
and went to the Final Four. But that's still one of the great crowds in Baylor history was Baylor versus uh, Duke in Houston at where the, um, where the Texans play football, and the Bears just took that place over. And I would venture to say Baylor brought about 40,000 fans, uh, which is just insane when you think about it. You think about even a sellout at the Farrell is like 10,400 or something. And Baylor had like thirty to 40,000 fans in Houston, one of the great moments in Baylor basketball history. Of course, uh, only a short falls short of the national title that would come some 10 years later. It's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. It is time to say good night. Dismount is next. Recently on Game Time. Welcome into the program, the athletic director and vice president and director of intercollegiate athletics from Baylor University, Mac Rhodes. I, I wish, you know, there was about five or six of me and I could clone <laughs> myself and, and get, to, get to all of them because it's important. You know, I've got a great staff. I think it's the, the best in the country and we divide and conquer and it's a lot of fun and it, it's a joy to be around our, our student athletes and coaches. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff and our Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I want to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person. Thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. 
Last night in the Big 12, West Virginia drops Texas Tech in Lubbock 76-61. Tech falls to 0-8 in conference play. West Virginia is now 2-6. In the Big 12 women's basketball last night, Iowa State beat TCU 75-35. Oklahoma State beat Kansas State 82-74. And Texas beat Oklahoma 78-58. The Cowboys have begun making changes to their coaching staff. Linebacker coach George Edwards and running backs coach Skip Pete, who were both on expiring contracts, will not return next season. Dan Quinn has a second interview with the Cardinals and seems to be in the lead to replace Cliff Kingsbury as the Cards' new head coach. Patrick Mahomes says he's ready to go in the AFC Championship game versus the Bengals. Mahomes did practice yesterday. Dallas Mavericks are in Phoenix to face the Suns tonight. 9 o'clock tip-off. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Odd is the Matt Mosley show as we get ready to, to say goodnight. And um, it uh, tomorrow, uh, 5 o'clock, we will have Christian Robinson, the Baylor uh, football inside linebackers coach. It's going to be a lot of fun and uh, got great pedigree and, and uh, been coaching in the SEC, Florida, I believe Auburn. And uh, so that'll be great. Get to hear from one of Baylor's newest coaches. That'll happen at 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll have a good time with that. Boy, Tweety Carter was as great as you would think. Uh, I tried not to go completely fanboy on him, but he is one of my favorite players in Baylor history, one of the great all-time leaders that they've had. And so uh, fun to catch up with Tweety. And he's just a great guy and, and uh, does a tremendous job. And then the... Uh, the news that, well, uh, Dan Quinn is uh, going to be returning to the Cowboys as defensive coordinator. That broke uh, right as we were coming on the air today. And uh, Cowboys will keep Dan Quinn, who uh, I think that's great news for most Cowboys fans that he'll be back because that's the best part of this team is the defense. Everybody have a tremendous evening. Great job, Aaron. A lot of moving parts today. And we'll talk to everybody tomorrow for a big Friday show at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here again is John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 hoops on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, one game last night of the Big 12, West Virginia gets that elusive road win in Lubbock over Texas Tech. Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 